Freaks. It's Friday, January 13th, 2023. Coming up on the program today, take a deep sniff and then pull it out, baby. Plus, a tale of royal frostbitten penis getting strangle-fucked just a little bit. And why you shouldn't make a slideshow presentation depicting very illegal sex acts. All this coming up today. At the end of a good gay fisting session, that ass meat is just hanging out of the poor dude's butthole, and he's screaming. If you're gay and on a date, let me stimulate your prostate. Twist that wrist when you're sitting on my fist. Different types of lubricant, water basilic, don't and spit right where he shits. Sitting on my fist. Lucy from the poppers in a stew pan. No more feeling in your blown out poopers. It's a trooper. Call a good proctologist, cause I think I may have felt an anal cyst. When you were sitting on my fist. I think you may have taken a poo. Yes, I smell that number two. Digging out that chimney coal. I lost my watch deep in your hole. Bunch fuck that rectal wall. Reach around and grab my balls. Arm covered in slime. What a fun gay old time. If you're gay and on a date, let me stimulate your prostate. Twist that wrist. Sitting on my fist. Different types of lubricant, water, basilic, don't and spit right where he shits. Sitting on my fist. Oozy from the poppers in a stupor. No more feeling in your blown out pooper. It's a drooper. Call a good proctologist, cause I think I felt it the Distorted View Show with Tim Hansen. Welcome to 1-800-ASSHOLE. I came here for two things, to, to suck some heart candy and suck some dick. Is Miss Vagina thinking about Mr. Penis? Yes, Tim Hansen, back here with you one more time as we end the week with the Friday Show. Thank you so much for joining me today. I've got uh, tons of little short clips to share with you at the top of the program. So we'll be going fast and furious. Before we get into any uh, anything really DV-worthy, I should mention that Great Big Pete sent a message on Discord. You know, I'm a sucker for commercials from the 80s and 90s. They get stuck in my head. Some aren't even, like, iconic commercials. You know, like, commercials everyone knows if you were alive at the time. Like, uh, just for the taste of it, Diet Coke. Everyone knows that one. Or, like, uh, the ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I'm laughing at, you know, McDonald's. I'm talking about commercials for fucking cheese. Last year, I was obsessed with these, uh, these old cheese commercials. Not for a specific brand of cheese or type of cheese. It's just like the cheese council decided to advertise because people were forgetting to put cheese on their food. Like, that's a real problem here in America. Come on. We love our cheese. The, co- the commercials were begging you to pile on cheese. Don't use cheese sparingly. Put oodles of the stuff on it. There were so many different variations of the cheese glorious cheese song. I guess depending on what TV show the cheese commercial would be airing during, that would sort of dictate what version you got like if it was a gritty crime you know police drama you'd get the hard loud cheese glorious cheese meanwhile uh, you know on daytime television you might get something like this cheese glorious cheese it's like wake up with cheese cheese tastes mighty inviting cheese glorious cheese so oh, I like the part where it picks up Whether here. you like it saucy, snappy, mild, or wild, real cheese. I like my cheese wild. Glorious cheese! Like, you don't have to sell cheese that hard. We all love the shit. Other commercials I have been obsessed with over the years. Red Lobster for the seafood lover in you. And of course, I would be remiss if I didn't mention <laughs> Sweet dreams you can't resist <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Now 
You're all going to have this fucking song stuck in your head all weekend. Sorry. Here comes my favorite part. (laughs) Very haunting. One of my favorite commercials of all time. So Great Big Pete uh, posted a commercial and he was like, hey, Tim, do you remember this one? I remember just about every commercial. If it had a song attached to it, it, it is tattooed in my brain. It's somewhere in there. The question is, do you freaks remember this? I have a feeling if you were born in the 80s, grew up in the 80s or 90s, you, you, you remember this one. I mean, many of you already know what it is, right? I always thought that line was kind of gross. Uh, Torso replied, take a sniff, pull it out. Yeah, this commercial makes me moist. Yeah, the same idea I did. Someone should put a video, like one of those gross pornos where a guy's like fucking a a woman. (laughs) I was going to say broad. (laughs) Sometimes I slip into how my dad would talk. My, my my dad's nickname for my sister literally was Dumb Broad. Is that considered abuse? In his mind, it was a term of affection. Anyway, you could really set this jingle to uh, one of those ass-to-mouth porn videos. Have it sync up perfectly where a guy pulls his dick out of a woman's ass and makes her suck it to the part where they say, take a sniff, pull it out. Maybe I'll work on editing that video and posting it uh, to our at Extreme DV account. Pull it out. The taste is gonna move you when you Of course, Juicy Fruit commercial, an iconic juicy jingle. It's gonna move ya. It juice the salt, it gets right to ya. Juicy Fruit, the taste, the taste, the taste is gonna move ya. To this day, I'm convinced that the only reason Juicy Fruit is still sold today is because of this song. The gum itself is nasty as fuck. It's sweet and it's got that fake artificial banana taste. But they won't come out and say it's banana-flavored gum. People speculate it's banana, banana pineapple, banana uh, banana peach, peach pineapple. The whole business model for gum baffles the hell out of me. For the longest time, you could buy a, a, a pack of gum for 25 cents. I don't know how much it is anymore. But you mean to tell me people are buying so much gum at 25 cents. Wrigley's or whoever the hell manufactures Juicy Fruit can afford a multi-million dollar advertising campaign? It doesn't make sense. There's something else going on here. I demand investigations into Wrigley immediately. I think there's human trafficking involved. They're covering something up. There's the uh, money is being laundered. The only explanation. Just as uh, further proof that the Juicy Fruit jingle has been with me for a long time, back in 2003 or 2004, I included a Juicy Fruit commercial in uh, my video production, Night Owls, Ladies in Danger. Quite possibly the greatest thing I've ever done with my life. I just watched it again recently to see if it was, you know, I wanted to see if it was still up on Vimeo because it's, you know, it always gets pulled down from YouTube or something. But Vimeo has had this thing on their site for 13 years. Props to them. If you've never seen it, it's kind of, it's like an animated show, but I, I'm using like cutouts of uh, porn <laughs> actresses and their crime fighters. It's a full like 25 minute video complete with commercial, commercial breaks and the Juicy Fruit ad is in there. I'll try to embed Night Owl's Ladies in Danger in the show notes today if you want to see it. I I honestly do think it's just the funniest thing I've ever done. (laughs) So many silly, dumb moments in there. If you you haven't uh, seen it, check it out. Okay, so let's get into some real DV-worthy content, you know? Our buddy Andrew Tate has been in the news. You know, he's in the news because he was arrested for human trafficking. I wonder if he's on Wrigley's payroll. I always see Andrew Tate chewing gum. He probably gets as much of that shit as he wants. It's all part of a global conspiracy. Uh, Here's uh, some of Andrew Tate's pearls of wisdom. Never say going to bed. Going to bed is emasculate. Cowards need sleep. See, now I have been a pussy this entire time and I didn't know it. And it's all because I I need sleep. I hate to admit it, but I do in fact sleep uh, most nights. I'm going to try to change that behavior, though. You know what I like to say at fucking quarter past one in the morning? I'm going to work. Work? At this time, money never sleeps, baby. Then I go to bed. So you do go to sleep at some point. So 
You're kind of a pussy yourself? How about this? Let, let me just throw out another theory. Instead of doing your work at 1.15 in the morning, do your work at 1.15 in the afternoon and then you can sleep at a normal fucking time. What kind of money is this guy making at 1.15 in the morning? Oh, that's right. It's the reason why he's in jail. He has to force his female prisoners to get on cam and paw at their pussies because, you know, 1.15 a.m., that's prime masturbating time. Guys are on the computer. Their wives have gone to sleep. Time for a little J.O. session before he hits the sheets himself. I'm going to watch some Romanian cam girls. The thing I find funny about Andrew Tate right now, specifically people who really look up to him, is they don't care about these allegations at all. Some of the people just don't believe it. Ah, Andrew Tate's been set up. Other people are like, yeah, of course he's human trafficking. That's what makes him so fucking awesome. He's got like 30 bitches locked in the basement just making him money. I want that for me. Vice News has been following this Andrew Tate saga pretty closely. And they recently got a real scoop and exclusive. Vice has obtained WhatsApp messages and voice notes sent by Andrew Tate to a woman who accused him of a 2013 rape. Let's hear Andrew in his own words. Am I a bad person? Because the, the more you didn't like it, the more I enjoyed it. I fucking loved how much you hated it. Turn me on. Why am I like that? Why? I am one of the most dangerous men on this planet. Sometimes you forget exactly how lucky you were to get fucked by me. See, now I could not get away with saying something like that. Do you understand how lucky you are? to have my dick inside of you that would immediately be met with laughter like full-on belly laughter the person would be like knelt down like they, they would piss themselves right they'd fall to the floor after me saying something like that sometimes you forget exactly how lucky you were to get fucked by me would you rather me pin you down and make you do things you didn't like or would you rather fuck you didn't like that I was thinking I can do whatever I want to. That's what it is. I'm the smartest person on this fucking planet. Are you seriously so offended I strangled you a little bit? You didn't fucking- Sounds like the girl's complaining here. But you strangled me! I couldn't breathe! I'm the smartest person on this fucking planet. Are you seriously so offended I strangled you a little bit? You didn't fucking pass out. <laughs> Chill the fuck out. Jesus Christ, I thought you were cool. What's wrong with you? The one thing this audio clip kind of proves is that uh, the Andrew Tate that we've seen in clips and on podcasts and stuff, that's like, that's the real Andrew Tate. It's not an act. It's not a character because this is how he's acting when he doesn't know he's being recorded. It's the same. At this point, who could possibly defend Andrew Tate? Hi, this is Galileo 2333. Yeah, probably Galileo 2333. You know what? He actually did defend Andrew Tate. Andrew Tate should have engaged the Romanian police in a big shootout. <laughs> and, um, you know, it's very likely he, he could have killed a bunch of them. <laughs> That's an interesting approach. Okay. Um, and he might he might have died himself, uh, but yeah. he would have gone out a hero. He would have died a martyr. Um, and, and yeah, instead, he, he completely pussied out. He surrendered and, and gave in. Um, yeah. Sex trafficking should be decriminalized. None of what Andrew Tate did should be illegal um, or illegal. Allegedly did should be illegal and he should be pardoned today and they should legalize sex with young girls you know all the way down to step. I want to live in a world where Galileo 2333 is the supreme ruler could you imagine what a utopia it would be they should legalize sex with young girls you know all the way down to seven years old worldwide seven really is the magic number for Galileo uh yeah Romanian girls and Moldovia and, and yeah all that stuff they should legalize adult, you know, sex tourism should be decriminalized and it should be worldwide um you know that the age of consent should be removed and and yeah you know Andrew Tate should be pardoned today and none of what he did should be a crime and they should give him back all of his Bugattis uh yeah you know he's one of those you know rich and powerful you know guys that they completely took him down like like instantly as a, as a show of force. It's like with Harvey Weinstein. Uh, they did that. They, the way the mainstream media portrayed it, they did it in a way that shows Galileo really defending two of the most likable people on the planet, Andrew Tate and Harvey Weinstein. You know, if, if, if they can take him down, they can take any of us down. Somehow I think if you're not human trafficking and you're not having sex with a seven-year-old, 
You're not uh, too concerned about being raided. Uh, yeah, and, and, and rape, yeah, it should only be a, a crime if it's like real serious violent rape. I mean, that should still be a crime. But most most of what modern definitions of rape should be decriminalized and sex trafficking should be legalized and um, adult child sexual interaction should be, sex should be legalized. Uh, yeah, uh, Galileo 2333 signing off. What are the odds we could get Galileo to represent Andrew Tate in court? I would, well, I'd give my left nut to see that happen. Oh my God, Galileo as a lawyer that defends sex offenders that's a tv show right there it's like ally mcbeal but ally mcbeal is a dude and the baby that's dancing around in her mind you know that she sees everywhere <laughs> remember that ally mcbeal saw that anime that computer animated baby ooga chaka ooga chaka same thing happens to galileo 2333 but he wants to fuck that baby that's a killer hour-long dramedy i'm gonna get working on the script I can sell that to Fox, no problem. All right, let's move on. Uh, I've got to play this next clip because a lot of people have sent it to me. Prince Harry is in the news because he wrote a book. Apparently, it's uh, airing out a lot of dirty laundry involving him and his family. But one story in particular is DV-worthy, and that is the part where he nearly froze his dick off. I guess he was in the North Pole or something doing some charity walk or hike or something, and uh, he forgot his cock cushion, which is something people I wear, I guess, to, you know, keep their dick warm, above freezing. And uh, when he got home, he had to uh, attend a wedding. I don't know if it was for his brother or what, but uh, his dick was hurting. My penis was oscillating between extremely sensitive and borderline traumatized. This book has already sold, and I shit you not, like 1.4 million copies in its first day of release. I mean, you can see why. This guy knows how to write a book. He knows what people want to read about. Dick Trauma, which would totally be my porn name. I'm sorry, go on with your tale of woe. My penis was oscillating between extremely sensitive and borderline traumatized. The last place I wanted to be was Frost Nippistan. I'd been trying some home remedies, including one recommended by a friend. She'd urged me to apply Elizabeth Arden cream. I don't know if Elizabeth Arden is a publicly traded stock, but uh, there's a tip for you. A frostbitten tip, but uh, yes, buy, buy Elizabeth Arden now before the market's open tomorrow. Arden cream. My mom used that on her lips. You want me to put that on my todger? <laughs> it works, Harry. Trust me. I found a tube, and the minute I opened it, the smell transported me through time. I felt as if my mother was right there in the room. I can't imagine she would be proud of you at this very moment. What exactly is this Elizabeth Arden cream supposed to do? Is this like um, chapstick? In time. I felt as if my mother was right there in the room. Then I took a smidge and applied it down there. Well, there you go. If you happen to have a frost-bitten dick, try Elizabeth Arden's Advanced Lip Fix Cream, formulated to minimize lipstick bleeding and feathering, but also great for chilly willies, apparently. Thank you very much, Prince Harry. Never thought we'd be playing audio of him on the podcast. Someone I have played a lot of audio of, Alex Jones, is back. He was being interviewed by Piers Morgan, and uh, those two don't get along. Piers was asking him about Sandy Hook, all the crazy conspiracy theories he was talking about on his program. Alex doesn't like to talk about this anymore. You hear what I'm actually saying, Piers, versus what you're trying to put in my mouth. I see all I'm putting into your mouth are things that have come out of your mouth. No, you don't have footage yes. of me saying go harass yes. them at their houses. You I don't do, have and footage I covered of me saying the Sandy Hook. I covered the Sandy Hook. You tragedy. don't have any of that. You and have all what I know is, Alex, gave you all I know is for all your posturing. On the truth, Infowars.com. When those poor families don't let peers were going through the most excruciating pain of their lives. You took a massive hey, amount of fuel and you we poured it on the bonfire on other of their pain. What about the Davos group? that is group? the bottom line with you, Alex. World order? You deliberately what about spun... The... Alex, you really think Piers Morgan was having you on to talk about the New World Order? Of course he was going to badger you about the Sandy Hook thing. There's a huge court case that you lost. You owe billions of dollars now, right? I think it's like $1.5 billion. A pack of what lies about the global government? designed to make the what families of Sandy Hook human suffer worse pain. What about the fentanyl? And that, I'm afraid, no, for all your Alex shouting Jones, and all your blather is utterly contemptible. And we both, hey, you're never going to get that. our First Amendment. And I'm glad you had to move back to England to live under your Islamic takeover <laughs> and when they're arresting okay. people for being Alex, against transgenderism. You're you once again freedom, losing the plot. So now I have to say goodbye. But you it's been lied. good to catch up. You said Thanks, we'd come on. Appreciate and, oh, then don't be a liar. And that's the point where Piers pulled the plug on Alex. Call me crazy, but uh, I think there's some sexual tension between these two. 
I hope they can work out their differences and make a cute couple. All right, moving on. Got a local news story here about a man who this guy is crazy. Not because, you know, he loves Donald Trump as a huge MAGA guy, believes in conspiracy theories. He's not crazy because of that, but he spent $150,000 to buy his own digital billboard. That also means he had to purchase land to put this billboard on. At some point in the news story, he mentions that he's going to buy even more. He's planning to buy four more of these billboards, all to get his message across. Despite the backlash, the man who built this billboard says his intention was never to offend anyone. Some of the images that pop up on the digital billboard include whites are under attack. Stop it now. Biden leads big government censorship. God's law. Marriage. One man, one woman. Impeach Biden. I mean, some of these aren't that bad, honestly. He's just expressing his opinion. I feel like constructing a $150,000 billboard is a bit excessive. You could have just got some of those yard signs. I guess this guy lives in Pennsylvania because he really hates that uh, Fetterman guy. Remember the, the guy who has a, had a stroke? He was running against uh, Oz, Dr. Oz lost. So uh, one of the billboards is Fetterman legalizes heroin. Stop coal mining. Raises taxes. Your choice. Says his intention was never to offend anyone. But he did make one major change after hearing from a Holocaust survivor. Of course, there had to be something about Jews on that billboard. And she was involved in them. So I, you know, I'm a human being. I have feelings, too. So I took it off. John Placic paid $150,000 for this electronic billboard along Route 422. And he has four more in Worthington. I put my money where my mouth is. I'm not one that's, you know, I'm not making any money. I'm spending money. And again, like, the guy has every right to do this. It's just, in my opinion, a waste of money. Billboards are not that effective. First of all, cars are whizzing past the thing. So you're going to see it for like two seconds, if, if that. Second of all, there's a lot of text on these billboards. So unless you're at a stoplight, you're not going to be able to read the whole thing, let alone multiple ads because, you know, they rotate. It's a digital board. And has a billboard ever changed your mind about a political or social issue? No, this guy just wants to be heard. He literally says that later on in the video. I just think people need to hear what I have to say. Who the fuck are you again? I mean, you're some asshole with $150,000 to spare, so... I mean, maybe you're doing something right. This billboard in our community that's that's filled with these hateful messages and dangerous rhetoric is something that the community has really expressed a desire to do something about. The message Placic took down said FBI corrupt and dangerous. The Gestapo with a swastika next to it. Another image said whites are under attack next to the words stop teaching critical racist theory. I don't want one race being singled out in school as being bad. And that's what woke's all about, to say American white people are bad. Not true. Now, we have done some pretty shitty things. He might not be as bad as any other race now, but we were on uh, quite the warpath for a while. I guess we're not allowed to teach that. We're not allowed to teach anything that makes white people look bad. I can sort of get behind that. What? Why you gotta go bringing up the past? That's history. That's ancient history. Don't remind people about that. That's when they get angry with whites again and they start doing stuff like looting our stores and, and wanting reparations. Placic said his purpose for the billboards is simple. I'm trying to pass the word out about uh, my beliefs and where our country's headed. We're getting away from what this country was found on. In God, we trust. Uh, okay. Come on, people. Uh, wake up. Wake up. Wake up, white man. Like Glenn Miller talking. Uh, I got two more short clips here. These also involve angry people. We've got an incel on the street. I can't quite tell if this is an incel we have featured before. Like that Jay guy who got arrested for harassing women. It kind of sounds like him, but it kind of doesn't. Take a listen. Me, you think I can get that number? Fuck you two. Go make a TikTok video and chase Chad. I mean, all incels kind of sound alike when they're aggressive like that, right? Why are you laughing? It's true. Come on. You know you women only go for like the 5% of men. 
95% of men, fuck you. On behalf of the incels, fuck you. I'm a virgin for life. That's something I would not feel comfortable screaming on a busy street in a major city. Fuck you, incel for life. I am and always will be a virgin. Haha, I showed those bitches. For life. Fuck you, you bitch. It's because of you, it's because of you that I'm a virgin and I have incel rage. You know what? Elliot Rogers was good. Elliot <laughs> Rogers was a good guy. I swear to God. St. Elliot. Elliot Rogers was a good guy. I swear to God that he should have blown their brains out a long time ago. I swear to fucking God, they deserve to be run over and hit by a truck. They deserve to be slaughtered. Slaughtered and hit by a fucking truck. Someone horny on the streets today. Fuck these fucking bitches, man. D- Give it up. I don't think you're going to get the date. They're long gone. Running, actually. Running away from you to file a restraining order. That's what the incels have been up to lately. Same old, same old. And finally, you know, I read the comments on this last video. I'm definitely in the minority here because I'm firmly on the side of the person that everyone seems to hate. What we have here is an Amazon delivery man. Now, look, I love getting packages from Amazon or UPS or FedEx. I also have no problem if these vans uh, or or trucks or whatever park on the side of of the street next to my house. I, I don't care. It doesn't bother me. I do have a problem when they're like blocking a main street, like a busy road. At least like pull over to the side so we can get around you. In the case of this video, the Amazon driver is parked on the side of the road, but it's completely blocking some guy's driveway. He can't. He can't pull out of his house if he wanted to. The Amazon driver is not even delivering to his house. He's delivering, you know, one one or two houses over. So the owner of the house comes out to cause a bit of a stink. But you're the one that's going to get in trouble, not me. You stupid bitches that come out here all the time. Yes, I'm cussing right at your damn phone, and I'm not ashamed about it one fucking bit. He is all in a tizzy. Now, while I agree that the Amazon driver is really in the wrong here for parking in in front of this guy's driveway, blocking him, it honestly typically doesn't take that long for the driver to get out of his van, drop off a package on the porch, and then crawl back into the van. Like, you know, it takes maybe a minute or two. So it's not that much of an inconvenience for this guy who is ranting and raving here. You fucking stupid bitches that come out here and park any way you want to park. Oh, that is true. She's facing the wrong way. Not that it, I guess, matters. Have a good day. You have a fucking bad day, bitch. I want to start saying that to people. Have a fucking bad day, bitch. Have a good day. You have a fucking bad day, bitch. Excuse me? You fucking ugly slut. He's just mad because he didn't get a package from Amazon. He's just jelly. All right, uh, there you go. And with that, let's get into the crazy, bizarre twist to the fucked up news right now. Well, we find ourselves at the end of another week. For many, it's payday. You got a little extra coin in your purse. Why not sign up for the Sideshow DB's member site and gain full access to the entire archive of programs? More importantly, every single week I produce Sideshow exclusive episodes you can only hear if you are a member. Check out SuperFreakSideshow.com. Memberships are very inexpensive, only $6.99 a month, even less if you opt for a quarterly, semi-annual, yearly, or lifetime membership. Please remember this is how I make my living, so if you like DV, support the show. Becoming a Sideshow member is the best way to do that. When you sign up, you get access to a special RSS feed that's password protected. It works with most podcasting apps. There's instructions on how to add the feed right on the website. You can also download the episodes right from the website. Also, don't forget, if you happen to use Spotify to listen to Distorted View, you can now sign up for Sideshow access right in the app. That way you don't have to go to any website. When you uh, load up Spotify, you'll see all of the free shows and all of the new Sideshow exclusive programs. Same deal with Apple Podcasts. Search for Distorted View and Apple Podcasts and you'll see you can subscribe and uh, get all of the Sideshow episodes right in that app as well. So just a few ways to get Sideshow access. For more information, check out distortedview.com and superfreaksideshow.com. Finally, we've got a Patreon account patreon.com slash distorted view that's just another way to help uh help out the show 
You can pledge as little as a dollar over there. If you pledge at least five, you get access to a special voicemail line where I will play your calls first. If you pledge even more, like $20 a month, occasionally I send out TV merchandise. I think the last time we did that was towards the end of November, so it's about time I start thinking about uh, sending out another wad of stuff. Check out Patreon.com so you don't miss that. Patreon.com slash Distorted View. All right, three very quick stories now. First up, I just played you audio of an Amazon delivery gone horribly wrong. You have a fucking bad bitch. Remember that from just a few minutes ago? Well, I've got another harrowing delivery encounter. In this case, the Amazon delivery man ended up in some dude's septic tank. That's not where you want to be. Instead of crying out for help or calling 911 like a sane person, this dude uh, immediately got on TikTok, you know, for the likes, for the views. In a video with over 6.7 million views, Charles claims that he was walking past a hole on a customer's property when the ground collapsed below him. Actually, because he's a Utard, he can speak for himself. I just fell into a septic tank. I think it, I don't know if they were digging it or what, but I walked by it and the ground came out underneath me. I'm like six feet down and I tried using these roots around me to get out and it just pulled more dirt on top of me. So I just called dispatch. Hopefully they're gonna get the cops or the fire department here because I definitely, don't want to try to climb out on my own again because, like I said, the walls are kind of caving in on me. In the text overlaying the video, he calls what happened a, quote, shitty situation, no doubt. Charles posted a second video uh, from his time in the septic tank. In the second video, Charles says that his rabbit, which is a device Amazon uses to track deliveries, fell into the shit tank. I'm not digging for it, so the rabbit's gone. Hopefully, they don't make me finish my route. Well, how can you finish your route without the rabbit? He did give one final update. All right, so I'm assuming there people are going to want an update on this one. He's back in his truck. Maybe they will, maybe they won't. I'm sure he smells but, uh, delightful. If you were wondering, the famous thing we always ask on the subreddit, uh, but can you finish your route? Well, unfortunately, the answer for me was yes. Uh, I guess I'm too nice, but uh, they sent someone to take 50 packages off of me. So you didn't have to do your whole route. This is what I have left. I had about 100 stops left when I fell in the hole. Uh, <laughs> I um, went home, took a quick shower, uh, left my clothes in the backyard because they were covered with human feces and urine and all that good stuff. The first comment, by the way, on this video is you should get blood work done to make sure you didn't contract hepatitis or other waste-borne illnesses. Good point. Other people said, contact the homeowners. Their insurance should cover your accident. Make an appointment with a doctor. Please file a work comp claim and seek medical treatment. There's a lawsuit somewhere here. Well, yeah. I mean, there was a big hole, which he should have saw. He did see. But as he was stepping around the hole, the, the, the ground around it uh, gave out. So I feel for these guys. You know, it's a bad day to be an Amazon delivery driver. They're drowning in shit, getting yelled at by people. They're just trying to make sure you get your packages. All right, uh, second story we have for you. Oh, looky here. We got one from our most fucked up state. Say it with me. Well, this story is pure Florida. I mean, take a look at the chapter artwork. This is a mugshot of the dude who was arrested. His hair is bonkers. I don't know if you'd call what he has dreads or dreadlocks because there's only uh, like five strands, big, thick strands flying out of his head. Like, like, a, like it's almost like a tarantula, the like tarantula legs. Spider legs are like a star. To me, it's not uh, an attractive look, but for someone it was, because this guy was going to get some oral sex. Unfortunately, that's how the story begins, not ends. This story is so Florida, it actually takes place in Florida City, Florida. Two times the Florida. Police arrested a 30-year-old man on Tuesday, accusing him of shooting another man multiple times after an ill-fated October sex meetup. 
Errol Martin now faces a charge of attempted murder. According to a Florida City police report, the victim told officers that he met Martin, who was riding a bicycle, as he drove through Florida City during the morning hours of October 2nd, and that Martin agreed to have oral sex with him. This is like stuff that never happens to me. I mean, nor nor what I wanted to, of course, but imagine you're you're driving presumably to work. It's the morning time. You see a guy on a bicycle and you're like, hey, want to suck each other's dick? Okay, cool. How can sex be that easy for people? I have to put a lot of work, time and commitment into tricking. I mean, convincing someone to blow me. I think it it must be the hair. It's a very unique hairstyle, and it must scream good cocksucker to other homosexuals. Again, I don't see it. Uh, I'll let you be the judge. Police said the victim followed Martin to the bus stop at Northwest 12th Street and Redland Road and then drove to an undisclosed location to perform the sex act. Afterwards, Martin began to act weird towards the victim. Isn't that always the case with dudes? The second they blow their load, they're like a completely different person. I ain't no fag, man. You know, they say stuff like that. Uh, Martin began to act weird towards the victim and make him feel uncomfortable, the report states. The man then drove Martin back to where his bike was located at the bus stop. Police said the victim sent Martin money on Cash App. Okay, so this was like a prostitution thing. You're, You're paying a dude to blow you. All right, so he sent money on Cash App as they, quote, spoke about the sex act not occurring. This never happened. Martin then asked the victim for more money. Beggars really can be choosers. The victim had no more money to give. He's all cash-apped out. Police said Martin uh, apparently got mad and then pulled the gun from his waist and shot the man multiple times. Apparently, he thought his dick-sucking was worth more than the $25 he received or whatever. According to police, the victim ran from the bus. I wonder what kind of car this guy was driving. Maybe that's where the problem lies. Here's this guy riding a bicycle, a dude in a nice car, maybe a sports car, maybe a luxury car, comes rolling up and is like, hey, I want to suck your dick for cash. And the guy's like, okay, thinking there's going to be a huge payday because of the type of car he drove. Then at the end, the dude's cash apping him 50 bucks or something. He can afford more than that. Just trying to think why this dude is uh, shooting another man who just probably swallowed your load. The victim ran from the bus stop and hid in a nearby bushy area where he collapsed and was later located. The victim was able to provide detectives with the Cash App account in a description of the shooter, which was easy because, you know, the hair. Police said the account belonged to Martin's sister. According to the report, a check of computer records on Tuesday revealed that Martin, a uh, parolee and convicted felon, was already in custody on unrelated charges, leading police to formally arrest him. How convenient for the cops. Made their job very easy. So that's what's happening in Florida. Dick sucking gone wrong. Finally today, you know, despite computers being everywhere, despite the fact we all have phones that are really tiny computers, and just like everything in our house is computerized, thermostats, lights, old people still have a real problem with technology. They need to get with the program ASAP, especially if you're sex perverts. Like, if you are a child fiddler, you better know what the fuck encryption means and how to use it. Old pedophiles are, like, doing weird shit, like storing all of their child porn in PowerPoint presentations. Like, it's the only way they can figure out how to view the images or something. I I can only guess that's what's happening here. A retired priest and child molester. I don't know if I need to say that. Retired priest should pretty much cover it, right? Uh, A retired priest has been sentenced to five years in prison after it was discovered that he had made slideshow presentations containing thousands of images of child porn. I hope he used some fun dissolve wipes between the slides. The 72-year-old's arsenal of abusive material was discovered after he left nude images of himself on a church printer. Not on a computer. It sounds like he literally left pages, like, printed out (laughs) on on a church printer. The U.S. Attorney's Office of the Eastern District of Missouri said on Tuesday that James T. Belay had 6,000 pictures containing child sex abuse material on a computer, including child pornography and images of child erotica. 
Quote, Belay created two PowerPoint presentations with graphic titles that linked to thousands of images and often visited and edited the presentations over a period of years. I'm sure when people asked him what he was doing, he was like, I'm working on my presentations. Oh, he labored over those things. I wonder if he thought that there would ever be a time that he would get to give these slideshow presentations in person, you know, in front of a crowd, like it's an Apple keynote and they're introducing a new iPhone or something. Apparently, the priest had a second computer with an additional 236 images and 40 videos of similar content. Court documents say that some of the children in the slideshow appeared to be under the age of 12. Well, as long as they're seven or older, he should not be charged with any crime. At least that's according to Galileo 2333. Some of the content portrayed sadistic or masochistic conduct. Assistant U.S. Attorney Colleen Lang said during court that the now retired priest, oh, he's still not active. I should hope the fuck not, uh, revised his slideshow presentations more than 200 times reshuffling the order of the of the slideshow i think the child butt fucking should go before the cock sucking i don't know i know that's a bold idea but let's just try it this criminal conduct was part of his daily life lang said Belai had been looking at child sex abuse material since at least uh, 2008 but it wasn't until 2021 that it was found out in may of that year when he was working as an associate pastor some of his colleagues found, quote, compromising images of him on a church printer. According to the facts stated in the guilty plea agreement, the images were that of a nude man and were found to have been created by Belai. The priest pleaded guilty to two counts of possession of child porn, only two in October, I guess because those were the slideshow presentations. After it was realized there was a child care center, oh, Jesus, near St. Mary's, the congregation relocated the priest. What? He was still a priest after pleading guilty to child porn? Yeah, so he, he pled guilty to child porn in October. Then the congregation relocated the priest uh, to a different part of Missouri on January 2nd of this year. Finally, on Tuesday, uh, he was sentenced to five years in order to pay nearly $25,000. A portion of that money, $4,750, will go to one of the victims who was portrayed in the child porn. Not a bad fee for a first-time actor, right? Like the first time you got a commercial or appeared in a sitcom or something, I'd be happy with $4,700. I mean, the working conditions in this case, much, much worse than a sitcom, I think. $22,000 will go towards other victims of crimes involving children. In a letter to the presiding judge, one of the victims seen in the child porn spoke out about the, uh, the abuse. It's depressing and sickening to know that people were looking at images and videos of my online sex abuse when I was a little girl. And then, oh, a priest who's into little girls, not little boys. That threw me for a curve. That's the real twist of this story. Anyway, uh, yes, uh, they were getting pleasure from it. My abuse, she said. Reverend Patrick McDevitt, superior for the Congregation of the Western Province, said in a statement, What Jim has done is wrong and criminal. After Jim was moved to Perryville, he started engaging in prayer. He eats meals with his confers, and he is an active participant in community life. Like, stop defending the dude. Like, he's a good guy now. Sure, he was looking at child porn from 2008 until just a few weeks ago, but he's praying about it. If only he had been involved like this years before, I truly believe he would not be in the situation that he is in. All right. What a statement, right? I'm sure that's going to make the, the victims feel a lot better. Uh, there you go. That, my friends, is your distorted news for Friday. It's always nice to end on sexual abuse. What a way to wrap up the week. Let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. All right, I love to hear from you freaks, and there are many ways to contact the show. Show at distortedview.com. I'm all over social media at distortedview on Twitter and Instagram. Facebook.com slash distortedviewshow. Don't forget our voicemail line number is 206 666 4463. If you pledge at least $5 to our Patreon account, though, uh, you get a special voicemail line, and I will play your calls first. And yes, we've got some patrons to check in with. Hey, Jimmy Boo, this is Itchy Taint calling in. Hello, Itchy. Yeah, I just uh, wanted to... Hope we're on a first-name basis. I'll just... Okay, Mr. Taint. Call in to see how you're doing. I uh, I realize every day is a struggle for you. It is. Just getting out of bed. Just being me. I mean, would you want to get out of bed every morning knowing that 
you're you're me. You know, you're still getting over that birth trauma uh, that your mom made you uh, suffer through. Oh yeah, the shitting, uh, which is thankfully I'm not shitting liquid anymore. Now it's just a, it's just like an unpleasant soft crap. You know what I mean? I can't wait till things firm up and are back to normal. All those years ago when you had to uh, see her nasty vagina, I know that was a. Very traumatizing for a terrible yeah. fairy like yourself having to. Well, do that's it. why I have multiple personalities because of that uh, childbirth trauma that, but, uh, coming out of my mom's twat. Anyways, uh, bitch yeah. couldn't have had a C-section. Uh, just uh, I'm, uh, speaking of queer stuff, um, uh, I'm also calling in. Uh, last week, you had an ep- mentioned on an episode that uh, all your exes were now bull dykes. Uh, I'm not sure how much you were joking yeah, women. about that. Just one of them, actually, in reality. But, uh, you, the I, other one absolutely hates me. <laughs> like It's the weirdest thing. I don't know what the hell I did to this bitch. Like, it was like I was dating her when I was like, uh, I don't know, 14, 15. So it wasn't like super serious. And I thought we ended on good terms because I'm pretty sure we like met up and like and hung out afterwards or saw each other. It's like school things. We didn't go to the same school, but, you know, occasionally schools intermingle or whatever, football games and stuff. But as an adult, I mean, I'm sure I've told the story before. As an adult, she came into the place where I work because it was like a computer testing center and she was uh, like going to be a doctor. And she acted like she didn't know me. And I'm like, hey. Linda, or, you know, whatever the fuck her name is. I'm not going to say her real name. Hey, Linda, it's Tim, you know, from Ash Beale. And she's like, oh, yeah, I know who you are. Totally giving me the cold shoulder. I mean, I get she was like in a stressful situation because, you know, she's taking her licensing exam-, exam to be a doctor. But come on. Also, like, she could have been the bigger person. I mean, think about it. She's like a doctor, basically. And I'm making just above minimum wage getting her paper and sharpening her pencils so she can take her test. I mean, good fucking great. Remember uh, an old archive. She did not end up the, a dyke. I mean, she kind of, never mind. I don't want to say anything. Episode is probably from over 10 years ago. You were talking about how when you were working at the testing center, you saw like this ex-girlfriend oh. from middle school. <laughs> yeah. See, I've, I pretty much have told every story I, I has ever happened to me, right? No, nothing I say now is new. Ten years ago, I told this story. And she would not make eye contact with you. Yeah. Like she wouldn't acknowledge uh, yeah. your existence. Like there was a great sense of uh, shame uh, she had over her. Oh, that could have been it. It was It was an acknowledgement like, oh, my God, I can't believe I dated this thing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> w- w- was she one of those that's now no, she, a uh, carpet muncher? She was, <laughs> she was not a carpet muncher. I believe she is married with kids. You know, she's got a very full, fulfilling life. Being a doctor with kids rich. I'm here. Stu- I'm stuck here begging you for money. Slumming it. Do, Timmy Boo. You assholes. It's uh, Level 80 Haley's May Comet calling up. Uh, oh, yeah. I, 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 for some fucking reason, I, this has been happening to me a lot. <laughs> Earlier in the year, I accidentally called Miss May Level 80 Cat Lady, which is kind of understandable, right? They're both ladies, they both have soft voices. There's only so many women who call into the podcast. Yesterday, though, I called uh, Haley's Comet, Level 80 Cat Lady. About my development experience, uh, I'm mostly a back-end guy. Uh, databases, servers, oh. stuff. Oh, yeah, I was also asking for help. About, I had an idea for a HTML5 app for the sideshow. Uh, encryption, all that jazz, uh, data transfers between environments. I understand any and, of these words you're saying. Uh, but I do have a little bit of mobile ex- uh, development experience. It's kind of old, but I've been meaning to brush up and learn some of the new toolkits out there oh, for cross-platform. I got a toolkit for you. So It's uh, relatively small. Shoot me off an email with, uh, with some of your ideas about... What type of features you would like this to do? What what are it's so basic? Well, my idea is this: uh, some people have issues getting uh, the sideshow feed to work with their podcast app. So I thought it would be cool just to have like a very basic HTML5 app that all you would do is you you tap on the app and then it would ask you for your sideshow username and password. It would log you in and then it would basically parse the RSS feed, pulling all of the uh, MP3 URLs, the podcast shows, and you could just listen to all of the shows right from this app rather than, you know, uh, messing around with feeds 
podcast apps. Thought it would be great for people who are a little more tech, uh, technologically. <laughs> what, what's the word I'm trying to tech, technologically? Thank you. I got it. I got there eventually. Technologically retarded, as opposed to me, who's just full bloom. R word. Someone else messaged me too uh, about this. Who who is a programmer? So maybe I'll uh, hook you guys up or just message you both. If anyone else wants to get on on this, <laughs> help me out. I would be forever grateful, and I bet a, a lot of listeners would too. Ones that don't like to um, you know mess around with shit. Yeah. Yes, call. Um, uh, that's what it is. It's raw awesomeness. I don't know what the hell's happening here. I can't understand. I'm gonna just, I'm just gonna fast forward that. Move on to the next one. Nigger, 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 nigger. Okay, all right. <laughs> Forgot. He's back now. That guy hasn't called in for years. <laughs> all of a sudden, he's back. That is not cool. Hey, Timmy Boo, this is Rabbi Nickel. You were just talking about how Princess Margaret used the poop knife, and then you played the, uh, well, you said that uh, Lyndon Johnson would be a, a perfect person because he's a hillbilly to do that. And then yes. you played the um, uh, the tape of him with his hands talking about his bunghole, but then you missed the revelation. He talks about having pants with pockets deep enough to hold a knife. You missed oh, it. Oh, that's right. He does say that. Uh, Maybe it's a poop knife. We must investigate further. All right. <laughs> Lyndon Johnson, the last U.S. president to cut his own poop up before flushing. Now there are interns and aides to do that, right? Thank you for all the voicemails. Keep them coming. It's all the time we have on this edition of the show. I want you guys to email me. Show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail line for you. 206-666-4463. That's 206-666. Oh, God, is it? Oh, God. My penis was oscillating between extremely sensitive and borderline traumatized. Spread the distortion STD. Tell all your friends about the show. Don't forget to give us a five-star rating, a thumbs up, or like wherever you can rate and review podcasts. Guys, thank you so much for a great week of programs. I will be back on Monday to do it over again. Until then, bye, everybody. This has been another excellent podcast from the Scrod Media Group. Learn more at scrod.net.